I'm Jarrell Woods. I'm Aisha Woods. And this is $2.25 change because some people get their two cents, but we're a bit extra, so we got to get $2.25 and some change. Some change. So, you know, our dad was really on us because we were doing this on Facebook Live and he was like, why don't you do a podcast? I was like, you would say, why don't you do a podcast because you're over 50. But then I'm thinking that maybe... That maybe, maybe he's gotten uh, the right idea. I don't know, right? Right. We can give it a try. Give it a whirl. You know. Yeah. See how our opinions are taken in on this medium rather than the visual medium of Facebook. So, we want to come at you guys with $2.25 change on topics, um, on current events, on pretty much anything, you know, that pops in our heads. You know, we want to just have a conversation with you guys. Get the ideas flowing. Talk. Laugh. Play. Carry on, you know. Right, you know, just laugh, of course, because that's my main purpose to make you laugh. He <laughs> sing notes, I tell jokes. <laughs> it rhymes, so that makes it funny. Bars. <laughs> so, here's the thing we want to talk about those people in our lives or those people that we meet that we come across because I am a singer, I'm a performer, and honestly, I've been through the ringer, I've heard the product that I put out. It's been tried. It's been tested. I know that what I do is good. But there are some people out here that are just beginning and in their early stages, and they don't necessarily know if what they're doing is really good or not. And sometimes it's really not. And then you also got those that's been in doing this a while, and you know you ain't got no no leeway traction. You ain't got no traction, but you've been putting in the time. You've been putting in the effort. You've been putting in the the you got it. You putting in the effort and the work, but you're not getting no nowhere. And it's because that may not be your calling, darling. Right. It's not your ministry. When the Lord put you on earth and he wrote out the, your name in the, uh, the book of life, uh, uh, he, he didn't foresee it for you. I'm sorry. It's a no for me, dog. Um, and here's the thing. It's like, <laughs> it's, a no it's, a, it's a no for me, dog. <laughs> <laughs> it's a no for me, dog. I don't know. It's like I just can't. It's like no matter how much you bob your head, tap me on the shoulder, like, hey, bro, come yeah, on, come on, I'm come on. Bars. Actually, Aisha has a, a, a quick story uh, about this very situation. She ran to somebody that kind of inspired this subject. You guys, okay. So let me tell you the story. Um, it's a guy friend, and he comes over, and we're chilling, and he's like, oh, I'm gonna turn on my music. I want you to listen to my music, and I'm like, okay, no problem. Now, keep in mind, I've seen his little videos on Facebook. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm trying to get out of saying little videos because if you're doing something like going to the studio, that is a very big thing. Yes, exactly. So, good language. Good ideas. Good thoughts. I see his videos of him going to the studio. He's been putting in the work and putting in the time. So I'm like, okay, well, let me listen to what he has to play because anybody knows me knows that I'm related to this man. I cannot be related to this man and not have some kind of musical ear, okay? Right. She's pointing to me. I know you guys can't see that. You can't see it, but you know, y'all know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. But anywho, so I'm listening to his music and I'm just like, and pull out the phone and start playing the video game. 
It was that bad. And then he's like bobbing like real hard and he's hitting me on my shoulder. Like, come on. Come on. You can feel it. You can do it. Get into it. And I'm like, I I, I can't. And then like he's so invested to the point where he's about beats. He's about like I mean like he's playing different beats and he's so kind. I mean, there's something really beautiful in the fact that he believes in himself to begin with. So much to invest in himself, and those of you out here were not necessarily telling you that if you aren't good at first to 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 not invest and keep trying because you could be the next big thing. But some people, it's just not gonna happen. Sometimes it's just not gonna happen, honey. You've been doing it for years and you haven't even got out of Chattanooga and you want to blame it on the city yeah the city ain't fuck with me but him, but but I got hits for days you, you ain't got no hits no tell them about the freestyle oh <laughs> my god child <laughs> so he playing the beat he was like ooh this beat fire and the sad part about it is he got good beats some of his beats I be like dude I will go in the studio and like write some shit and light your whole shit on fire. Like, I will make you look. <laughs> that I will. Because <laughs> he has good beats. So I'm listening to the beat and he was like, ooh, that beat right there. And I'm like, okay, the beat good. He's like, love hurt. Oh. Mm-hmm. Love hurt, hurt. <laughs> like a toothache, ache. No! No, not a toothache, ache. Y'all, I had been been doing. I had been doing so well because I had laughed in that man's face all night. But that when I lost it, y'all, I couldn't hold it. She said like a toothache, ache. That nigga said ache, ache, and I was like, "You are making this up, Aisha." I swear to God. I wish I, I just want them to drop the album so I can goddamn bring it and play it for you guys. <laughs> I just want you to hear it. I really wish that I had a sample of his music so you could listen to it. It sounds so generic, so rudimentary. I could guess what he was saying before he even fucking said it. It was ridiculous. It's talking about it. Pulled the pole, sending the Maybach, got the crack on the table, pow pow, click clack, mitigate. And you think you neck patty whack on a hat mm-hmm. with the rat in the back, click clack. <laughs> she got the pole sitting on stacks. Right. When I get chicken wings, nothing but flats. Lemon pepper on that. <laughs> like then get some fat back. Greens collars. <laughs> you know, like and that's how he hundred dollars. <laughs> And that's how it goes, you guys. That's how it goes, you guys. It flows. It's like ridiculous. It flows. It's like the don't flow know. is ridiculous because it don't exist. <laughs> and that's a bar right there. His flow is the limit because it does not exist. The limit does not exist. Men, girls out there, the limit does not exist. So that is completely. But like the hard part is conveying and, and knowing when sometimes. And the artistic, when I make, I'm gonna bring it back and make it a little serious for a second. Sometimes, as an artist, you have to realize when it's not your calling or when it's not your time. So, for me, I know that there's a lot of things that I have been passed up on, a lot of things, opportunities I wasn't able to accomplish that I really, really wanted, but it wasn't that it wasn't my calling, it's just this is not my time. And now that you're older, you realize that because when you didn't make that audition, you'd be mad. I mean, we've all experienced that. As I mean, I was there's one. I was devastated, devastated. I mean, y'all, my grandmother, you know, God bless her, um, her heart and all her pardons. But she, um, she's never been 
unsupportive, but she's always been supportive of my artistic endeavors. Um, but she didn't quite put too much weight on them. But when I didn't make that big audition in high school, when I made that, when I did not make the Choo Choo Kids for the last time, and I lost my final chance to become a Choo Choo Kid, I was devastated. Hurts. I remember that so devastated that my grandmother was just like, you know what, you don't have to go to school tomorrow. That was the most supportive she's ever been about something artistic because she knew how hard I had worked. She knew how hard I had worked. You and had been going for that for years. You for years, everything I had done, everything I did was to try to get it. To try to get that, and when you find, and when you didn't get it, I rem- I remember that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Everybody, grandma was just like, "Yeah, you don't have to go to school. You can take today. You know, get yourself together, baby. It's gonna be okay." You right. Know? And fortunately for me, I re- you know because of that compassion. I was able to realize it wasn't my time, but it was still my calling. You know, she she took she took that opportunity to to let me know that I was worth it, that I could have been great had I gotten that opportunity, but that wasn't my time. And so when I went forward, you know, I've been able to to use my talents when it was my time, you know, and when the checks were rolling in and when I'm able to do whatever, you know, and it's and that's the great part, you know. And but sometimes you have to realize it's not your calling. And if if that wasn't my calling at the time, like, you know, I think my grandmother would have really taken that opportunity to let me know, see, maybe this just isn't for you. Yeah. No, I feel like that at that point. We, you know, grandma wouldn't have been like, okay, baby, we done let you try for years. Um, Emmer, um, <laughs> <Emera>, um. <laughs> I just don't think that this is for you, okay, boo? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we gonna, you know, maybe you can, but then the thing about it is you can be around it, but you don't have to be a part. You don't have to be on the main stage. You can be a rap, you can be a producer, you can make beats, you can help you can be a manager you can manage people so you, you can find the engineers you can pair them with the artists you can you can be a part of the entire process you can be an integral part of the whole process and never get in the studio and spit a bar a day in your life never but you can be around enough to know because i mean my thing is like i said you've been in the studio you bought beats you know where to find good beats Cause he has good beats, so you know where to find good beats. You know where to find the studio. All you need is the talent. You find somebody else to to work. To somebody with talent, and you give them the skills that you've that you've created. You can make a star, but you just not the star. Right, a star you ain't. You know, right. I mean, we can we can we can wish on a star. To try to find out where you are, but it's not going to be where you want to be. Um, and when you find that out, like you said, make it, this could be a passion. It may not be your career, it may not be your calling, but it could be your passion. Or it could be a, uh, your career or calling, but you just never were the person to, to, to be on the stage. Right. You know, some of my greatest accomplishments artistically have been lifting other people up. You know, have been giving what I, the knowledge I acquire. SCCA and throughout my teachings and giving it to the young people that I worked with, younger than black and all that. You know, now Mir's off in LA and well, 
California, San Diego, and like he's like doing some great things up there that I can't awesome. talk about. And Terry, you know, she was in, uh, got the American Idol audition, and she uh, was one of the few people to pass on in our city. So I mean, awesome. You know, it's amazing to see these people. And then Passion, Passion keeps creating great music, and it's coming back into a really cool R and B sound, which I've really am been excited for for him. Awesome. You know, I mean, it's, it's Don't dope. forget China's and uh, Wanye's song. Oh, yeah, they love the song I wrote for them. A song I wrote and I gave it to them, you know, for the glorification of their voices. And they've done great with it. And it's like, it's wonderful to see my see those things and be able to give these things to people and watch them make it flourish, you know? So, but some of y'all, it's not going to flourish for you. Of course, the bird word is bird box, actually, the movie. That's what everybody's been like talking about. It's the apparently like this breakout hit. Uh, Susan, not Susan, huh? No, Suzanne Bear was the director, Sandra Bullock. Trevante Rhodes, John Malkovich, um, and even Sarah Paulson makes an appearance in this movie. It's full of like some amazing actors and some celebrities, like MGK is in there. Um, and it's got everybody talking. Uh, I haven't seen a horror movie make this much cultural impact since Get Out, you know? And the thing about it is that poor Asia not watched it <laughs> she has not seen it so we're going to discuss this movie from a point of view of someone who has seen it a couple of times now and someone who has not so just to face this again not we're going to be discussing the movie uh, in not depth seen. we're going to be discussing the movie in depth and so that means that we're not going to be uh, there, there are going to be some spoilers ahead so if you haven't seen it pause this podcast go watch it now and then come back and discuss it. Or don't watch it and like learn it just the way Asia's about to right now. And I'm still going to watch it. So you should watch it. Cause... Eventually. <laughs> so uh, if you've been living under a rock or have a con- chronic case of uh, insomnia like my sister here, then you have not seen Bird Box. Now, what's going on in Bird Box is nothing phenomenal. This particular storyline, The Happening had it... Um, um, there was a little bit of uh, vanishing on 24th Street in there, or maybe 25th Street with Tandy Newton, that movie, uh, where the shadow creatures came in and were taking people uh, if they were stepped out of the light. Um, this movie is very much the same way. There's some sort of supernatural force, um, forces that are uh, permeating the world, these creatures that if you look at them, uh, whatever you see alters your mind and you kill yourself, right? Now, this movie, uh, in the beginning of this movie, we're introduced to Sandra Bullock's character. Now, here's some of the things that make this movie interesting, right? Everybody's talking about it because people, some people are like, it's not even that good of a movie. Why is everybody like having this such, you know, saying there's hitting meanings and all of these things? It's honestly cinematically very well done. Because uh, the bird box 
is indicated by a box that has three birds in them. Birds are sensitive to the creature's um, presence, and they they react violently and make a lot of noise and sounds when uh, the creatures are around. So the bird box, right? Now these birds are hep- hidden, kept in ha- tra- captivity, constant in constant fear, just like the characters in the movie. They can't go outside without blindfolds are mostly confined to indoors, not only able to get a brief glimpses of sunlight in the outside, just like the birds in the box. So Bird Box isn't just about the box of birds, it's also about the people. So also it's about connection. In the, from the very beginning, Sandra Bullock's character is a painter, and she's drawing this painting while she is a, you know, and which is, first of all, ironic, she's a painter in a world that soon is gonna be devoid of being able to have sight. Irony. Right. See? Brilliance already. Then she's talking about how she's not going to be, how she can't connect to people. How making deep connections with people is very hard for her, right? And she's about to have a baby. And she's pregnant with this child and doesn't feel any connection to it. She's like about nine months in, about ready to pop. Ready to pop. And she don't have no connection to the baby. And she doesn't feel anything. And so she is feeling strange. She's feeling worried. She's feeling maybe, you know, that that she's the problem, you know. And so there's a part of her that's disconnected, right? And even as she moves forward into this world and her child is born and she has to take on another woman's child who dies due to looking at the monsters, but she protects this child and raises it. She doesn't even give them names. She calls them boy and girl. Because she's been able, she she feels that somehow dehumanizing them and and disconnecting them is 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 going to make it easier for her to care for them because she can't truly connect. Giving something a name, naming something that 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 gives your emotional attachment that's power. Right. That's a connection. She's not even giving that to these kids. Your boy, your girl, you know. And they don't call her mom. They call her Mallory. They call her by her first name. Mm-hmm. Wow. Right. So it's like there, there's this, uh, and then as time goes forward and people die around them, she grows a connection with, you know, Travante Rhodes' character. Travante Rhodes from, you know, uh, Moonlight, uh, very famous from Moonlight. He's an amazing actor. Um, and they make, you know, this amazing connection and they kind of form this family, you know. And, and a family in a world where she thought she couldn't connect. She, at the beginning of this movie, she thought she couldn't, couldn't even connect to the child she gave birth to. And she was able to find and uh, love for a child that was, you know, for, for a child that wasn't even hers. And find love with a man whom she just met, relatively speaking. <laughs> you know? Okay. And it's like, almost like that this world ending um, thing, phenomena had to happen in order for her to find humanity and for the for the rest of us to find humanity and i think that's the true true uh connection to bird box that a lot of people are having even visually there are certain parts where, where where they were boxed in um there's a part where um they some of the characters go to the supermarket to go for supplies and they tape up the car and they bind up the windows of the car so that they can't see out and they're using the gps and the car has a proximity uh, sensor to help them navigate, right? So um, to help them navigate, so they drive through to the uh, to the supermarket, and as they're in 
the uh, the car, they're approached by some of the creatures, and they can feel them jostling the car and on the car and around them, right? Um, and the inside of the car, you see glimpses of sunlight. They're being rattled around. They don't know what's going on, what's rattling them. They're experiencing the exact same experience that the birds are in the box. Deep. That is happening. Cinematic, y'all. I went to school for this shit. I went to film school. So I'm telling y'all, like, there's a, there's a reason. There's a reason for it, for for these deeper meanings for people to have a connection with this film. Also, the thing that set this thing over, it wasn't even the fact that the movie having this great story or even some of the cinematic things I've talked about and the themes I've talked about. Um, but... Oh yeah, and then there's a sadness theme. Oh my god, like because they use colors in in, sh- in movies to to just to separate things and show uh, themes. And Sandra Bullock's character's theme was blue, and blue, as we know, is a sad color. It's a sad color, right. and so she's got sadness, blue sadness. Um, and there's a part where she agrees uh, to. Um, to let Olympia, the other pregnant woman, sleep in the bed with her, she passes her a blue blanket. It's almost like she's passing part of her sadness on to her, you know, and they're kind of shoulder the burden of it as two pregnant women because she said, can I sleep beside you? Because sometimes the baby can, they say the baby can sense when you're lonely. So that way we can be there for each other. Right. You know, um, so I think that's, you know, it's, there's a lot of things. And also um, beyond that is the powerful performance, Sandra, but luck did not come to play. Uh, with now that's these one thing guys. I did hear about it. I heard Sandra Bullock did a awesome job. She did not come to play with these hoes. She said, "Run me my ducats. <laughs> Run them." Netflix, you need a saver. I got you. She did not come to play. And let me tell you, and like, no, uh-huh. none of them did. None of them did. Trevante was amazing. The kids were amazing. John Malkovich was amazing, of course. Like, they've had some... Bright is what? Huh? What about that Bright movie? Oh. Girl, don't be throwing shade at Will Smith. Oh, I love you, Will. Yeah, sure. We do not want to end up like Aunt Viv. Mm-hmm. I love you, Will. Okay. I mean, I love Aunt Viv, too, though. She's a sassy woman. Very smart. You should watch some of her stuff. But anyway, um, I... I'm waiting on a new genie to come out, dog. <laughs> and a new man in black, I'd be support. I know, a new man in black would be amazing. Either. No, what if they would do the next generation thing? That would be cool. I'm waiting on it. Man, I seen the uh, man in black next generation. I was like, hey. Really? Well, no, it was international, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, you ain't heard. This, uh, in the background, uh, how am I billing you today? Are you Siani today? Don't do this to me. Are you who are you today? My name is Edward Siani Johnson Esquire. How are you? Edward Siani Johnson Esquire. Man, we hold this squat. Would you like your tea and crumpets, sir? I would prefer a biscuit, please. Anyways. Well you sit with the road card. They are moving forward with the next generation, men in black, and then it's supposed to be international. It's supposed to be international. If yep. I'm not mistaken, yeah, yeah. Uh, Tommy Lee Davis. Well, you know, you do He's have a cell phone. Use the Google. He's not going to be in it. Um, Will is only supposed to make an appearance. But if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, the actor that plays Thor is supposed to be in it. 
They have to play who? Thor. Thor. Oh, okay. They have to play Thor. Thor's play. Well, thank you, Sir Esquire. Your Esquire. Indeed. We, Indeed. We, we did that. You know, we, we, uh, we, we, um. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Chip, Chirio. Yes, indeed. For the Queen. For the Queen. Yes, you know, I believe I will take a spot of tea at this point. Spot of tea. Yes. Mm. I'm going to pay a little bit of cricket while you guys yes. finish Would you like tea. some Earl okay. Grey? Earl Grey is disgusting. <laughs> he just broke character. Like. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Earl Grey is disgusting. <laughs> disgusting. That is some nasty. I mean, some nasty. That's some nasty ass tea. I mean, that's some nasty tea. I'm sorry. I'm trying not to curse that much. Right, not that much. I mean, I think we, you know, we could throw a couple. But um, as far as Bird Box, I mean, like I've heard a lot of good things about it, and then I've heard a lot of bad things about it as well. Hearing this impression, what, what, hear what I said. What is your impression? Okay, well, as you said, I feel like I need to go ahead and go and watch it. You know, roll a doobie, sit down, get comfy. And watch the movie. Go ahead, you know, dedicate them. But you know, them two hours. And Do- Doobie is, is a hand rolled Debbie cake that she actually makes herself. It, it has um, nougat in the center and uh, cream cheese. It's a weird combination, but it's actually really delightful. Um, so, yeah, you rolled you a couple of doobies for uh, your snacky poo for night. Time. With some poppy corn. <laughs> poppy corn, yeah. Yes, yes, and then I'm gonna go ahead. And, I'm gonna have to go ahead and invest and see what you know my perception because, like I said, I've heard two perceptions. I've heard the people who was like, "Oh, that movie's awesome, <laughs> Ooh, awesome," <laughs> and then I've also had the perception of, "I don't get it." But then the most people who say, "I don't get it," I don't think they got a B nowhere. <laughs> Got a B nowhere. Uh, uh-uh, I don't think they ever made a B in class. <laughs> C a C plus. They be ha- like, look, mama, we did it. We did it. We did it. Now, now we, we see, see my, We did it. <laughs> oh my God, no, ma'am. That's the people who really don't know Spanish. Like they Spanish is. From uno, dos, tres, and then Feliz Navidad. <laughs> so, but what? So you're saying that the that the people that didn't get it are dumb. That's what you're trying to say. I, I'm just saying from my perspective and the people I know. I'm not calling everybody who didn't get it dumb because <laughs> I don't want to say that. I'm just saying the people who I know who didn't get it, they don't get a lot of shit. <laughs> and a lot of them voted for Trump. Oh no, you don't have friends that voted for Trump. You're right. <laughs> I just had to throw that in there. I can't stand that nigga. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> we weren't touching on politics today, but you know. I'm sorry. Uh, we just had, I guess, he, I guess we just took a stance hurts. today. He <laughs> just irks my nuts. And y'all, for, whoever damn donating for this wall, you know it's other things that you can be giving money towards if you can afford to spend a whole guy. This nigga has raised almost so many millions of dollars for that wall. But yet, somebody taking a knee for Black Lives Matter offends y'all. And it's people who can't even afford a mattress, but you can afford to spend and donate for a fucking wall. What about... What it's about, people who can't eat at night. What you about bitches? the people that don't have clean water in Flint, Michigan still? Thank you. But you guys can afford to donate for a fucking wall. You're right. She's right. Ridiculous. Ridiculous.
100%. But I'm going to go work, watch Bird Box. <laughs> wow. I don't, yeah. Bringing it back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you guys, we came across the trailer for what looks like a remake for Kim Possible. Um, it's, Can't believe it's a no for me, dog. You guys, I think they're really finna fuck up a classic. Like, oh. it was... Uh, First of all, they've got the, the, the little the little kid looking period, little black kid, and he's like, The bus is on your street, Kim. Like the first guy, the the the, the tech guy, he was he was much older. Uh he, he could have even been in college, like, you know. Uh, but he was older and he was kind of chill and laid back, yeah, Kim, da 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 da. Like she she's got this like, you know, prepubescent guy. And then Kim it's like just because you got red hair and you're running down the street. You know, doesn't make you a badass. And then in the middle of, she stops because a baby care just getting away from his mother, uh, mother who isn't paying attention. And and it's and I'm, I mean, and it looks so so so. I don't know if Disney wasn't putting the budget for this trailer and or what, but even the moving of the trailer was just like just just the movement of the stroller was just I I just could could not. <laughs> It looked like they stopped and you looked at the frame for a couple of seconds and then you could tell that somebody below pushed the stroller. <laughs> or pulled it with a string or something. Right. It was just like so like you could like come on. Man. And then Kim like does this like bootleg like last dragon Power Rangers uh Mighty Morphin Kung Fu oh. flip and shoots a grappling hook. In broad damn daylight, y'all. At the girl's uh, baby carriage. On the way to the school bus, y'all. And first of all, it's a grappling hook. And it looks like a grappling hook. It looked like somebody made it out of styrofoam and spray painted it metallic. It was it was cheap. It looked like cosplay. No, baby, don't don't insult cosplay like that. No, no, I'm not. Some cosplayers. I'm not saying. I'm not saying. Okay, let me re- wait, let me correct myself. It looked like bad cosplay. Right, bad cosplay. Yes, exactly. Like the ghost in the background you heard, you know, Mr. Esquire. You know, sometimes he likes to haunt the podcast. Ooh. With the spots of tea. This is terrible. The goddamn I'm sorry. That is just terrible. Yeah. But terrible. it looked like cheap cosplay. Like it looked like Dollar Tree cosplay. Like, yeah. And her hair looked dyed. I'm sorry. <laughs> Man, I thought it was just me, dog. It looked dyed. It was a good, so it was a cute dye job, but like it, for a dye job, but it didn't look like it grew out her scalp. So my thing is, if you're going to find a little blonde girl to do the thing, at least you can find a little blonde girl that's going to give you the Kim Possible feel. Let's look her up on IMDb and see if that's actually like her hair color. Let's pull that up. Because... Y'all, this just it, it just was not getting and like I said, this is in the middle of the neighborhood. She fires off a grappling hook. And she's going to catch the bus. Did Kim catch the bus back in Kim Possible? No, she never did. She drove a car, didn't she? No. Anytime Kim got ready to go to school, if she was running late, she caught a ride with somebody that she had helped out. That was one of the coolest things. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She never caught the bus. <laughs> she's always late. 
She always had a helicopter drop off, a limo, something extra. This bitch owned Oh, yeah. He said, thanks, Kim. No problem. <laughs> you helped us out that last avalanche. She comes out there. You're right. She comes out of the the, 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 the fountain at the uh, school from a right. submarine or some shit. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. See, Edward knows his Kim Possible, clearly. He was a fan. It, it's, and, no, no, no. Allison Hannigan's playing Dr. Wade Kim Possible. Was, Wade was a kid. The black kid. He it was a kid, but like you said, he was... He, the, they don't do it justice. Uh, and it, it, he no, you're right. Kim Possible it does not have red hair. It's played by a girl named Sadie Stanley. Um, She's a very cute girl, but baby, don't don't let them do you like that. She does not have my hair, so she apparently started off with some uh, show called Game Shakers, and now she's gonna be in the Kim Possible TV movie. Oh, so TV movie is not a series. Thank <sighs> God. <sighs> but even then, like this, a whole generation is gonna be exposed to this brand of Kim by, Possible by this little girl with this busted ass um, uh, Ronald McDonald wig. And like you guys. That you guys, it, it just don't do it. It just don't do it. Cause like I said, you fighting, you you firing off a grappling hook in the middle of your neighborhood in the middle of the day. The best part about Kim Possible being Kim Possible is the average day everyday person didn't know Kim was Kim Possible. That is true, isn't it? That's why she always whispered into her phone. So what's the shit? Call me, be me if you want to be right. Me. She had to go to somewhere else. And that theme song, too. Are they going to remake it? Oh, my God. Who's going to sing the remake? Oh, no. Somebody got cuts. It was Christina Milian the first time. Not saying that you got to be a powerhouse because Christina Milian, you know, she's she's got some pipes. But, like, you know, she's she's no Demi Lovato. But, ooh, Demi Lovato. No, but she's, I don't know, I guess. they, They probably would want someone younger, right? They might do somebody younger. You know, they might do one of their little Disney stars, you know. Oh, please don't. They ain't got nobody in there that got got that got that wind pipes like they used to. Well, they might have that Jesse, Debbie Reynolds, Reynolds, Reynolds. Whoever do that, it Arnold. feels like a part. Oh, she did her own. Yeah, yeah. she let them do it like that. Shana and McLean. Yeah, China and McLean. Now, yes, now that's a y'all joke. Disney. If y'all gonna have to, because apparently y'all gonna do it. Y'all not gonna listen to our little podcast, but we definitely well to our big podcast because we're doing it, which makes it big, right? Right. So the um, but if y'all do, I recommend China and McLean. That girl's got some voices. She got some. Um, she got some pops. Now China was the one that was tied to the Disney brand. Yeah. yeah. But y'all, please check out this trailer and and put in y'all what y'all think about it. Cause like I said, what threw me was the grappling hook in the middle of the broad daylight, and then the neighbor turns around and it's like, "Thanks, Kim." All right. What threw me was the lace front. And then <laughs> she got down, throws the grappling hook onto the light pole and slings, and and then you could tell, like you can tell by the way that she was. Pulling up Ooh. on the grappling hook that she was Excuse attached me. to a wire. <laughs> Disney, I just don't know if you guys just weren't trying to foot the bill or something, but I, I don't know. But this just this ain't but gonna see, get the it. graphics on the Disney Channel shows have always been bad. They've always been bad. They don't have to put that much money behind it because we gonna buy into it regardless. Well, yeah, because it's Disney. But I'm like, come on, Disney, y'all, please, like it just they put their money behind their music. And they stars, okay? 
They pay their people. They pay their music because that music is what really is the legacy of Disney. It's them songs, boo. It's them songs. That's why when you say Kim Possible, first thing people remember is, I'm a busy average girl. What's the sitch? Call me if you want to reach me. But yeah, exactly. It's the theme song, right? That's what people remember about that show or any of the good shows. It's the okay. theme song. Yeah. Especially the movies. Especially the, um, the movies. But it's like so. I think I think that if they invest in a really good remake of the Kim Possible theme song, they right, might make right. a they might make a uh, a nice dollar. They might make a dollar off of it. You know what I mean? I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. I mean, there's nothing we can do to change the fact that it's there. It looks like they've already put money into production and it's already on IMDb and they've already cast the people. I so, mean, you know, yeah. and Allison Hannigan's going to be in it, which is good. You know, it's really nice to see her again. You know, old knobbly knees from uh, Camp Rock, you know, or from the Missy Elliott videos. You remember her, you know, popping her little back back in the day, her little spinal cord. Okay, each year I'm flipping, nipping, flying in. Right, exactly. And she used to be having the pigtails, throwing them pigtails and throwing okay. that back. It was so funny. It used to be so cute. We were like, hey, it's a girl with the Miss Yelly videos. And then she's like, now I'm in Disney. And got her a check, okay? Ain't nobody mad at you. I'm not. I'm certainly not. I would love a Disney check. Shoot. I can't get no Disney check. I cuss too much. I could get a Disney check. I would love to see that Disney money. I will play someone's dad. It will stop moaning over there. People are going to think we haunted for real. Um, (laughs) The, um... I'll, yeah, I'll play someone's dad. I'll play someone's big brother. I'll play someone's teacher. I, I will do. I could be the cool teacher. I the, feel like I'd be more of the crazy auntie. Huh? I feel like I'd be more of the crazy auntie. Yes, most definitely. Or the crazy janitor. No, I'd be the crazy kitchen lady if I was to, if I was to play in somebody's Right, because I can see you up in there saying, so what you're saying about my greens? Hmm? Yeah, what you talking about, baby? I put seasoning in them grains, but ain't nothing wrong with that food. What you talking about? <laughs> now, son, what you talking about? You mean they're too spicy. Spicy. You ain't never had no seasoning before? So that's what's wrong with you. you want some bland food? I don't make no bland Don't nobody food. make pumpkin spice over here. <laughs> that's kind of racial, but I think Disney might like it a little bit. Anyway, um, it's really funny, though, because, I mean, Lonnie Love, you know, she did a lot of Disney as lunch ladies. A lot of lunch ladies. That's why I said I'd be a lot of lunch ladies. Really? Yeah, but you'd be funny. Uh, yeah. I can see you as lunch ladies. I can see you being some janitors, crazy janitor. Yeah. Um, Get off my floor, boy. Don't you just see me finish mopping up here. Don't you, didn't nobody teach you no home training or nothing? Mm. Mopping on my floor. That's the thing. All I got to do is mop flows all day. Like, hey, like, I don't have nothing else to do. Just mop flows. I'm the janitor. That's all I'm going to do. Mop flows, huh? <laughs> it looks like you got the dialogue already down because that seems like something they would either write or that you would improv on the spot. But I think that would be good, to be honest. To be quite honest. I mean, but the thing about remakes, um, ultimately, is that, Dangerous. Yeah. Because Especially the, animes, because I haven't seen a lot of animes that turn into real life that work. Right. Because y'all ruined Dragon y'all Ball. Ruined Dragon Balls. Yeah. Ruined Dragon Ball. That was awful. Um, Ghost in the Shell was terrible. Airbender. Airbender was awful. <sighs> I just feel like sometimes just just leave just leave it as anime, okay? Because there's certain things that certain certain 
whimsies of the imagination that just cannot be brought to life in a in a cohesive way. In certain ways, that medium is is special and is needed to tell certain stories, and can't and he just can't translate well. Yeah, because like I said, sometimes just just leave it, leave it, please, y'all. That's just not for Disney. That's for Nickelodeon. Leave it, y'all, please. No, bringing things back is now, different. Like a uh, reboot. Uh, it's different than a remake. I personally adore Raven's Home. I think it's great. Oh, yeah. I think it captures all the magic of That's a Raven, but because it's not trying to be That's a Raven, it's great still. You know, exactly, Fuller yeah. House, amazing. Fuller House is awesome. It had captured everything that was great about Full, Full House, House well, without, without trying to be Full House. Yeah. It, you know, I, I you know, found myself kind of end up watching the whole thing. I mean, it's... So, yeah, a reboot. One day at a that. time. Phenomenal. Okay, a lot of you haven't seen the original uh, Hispanic sitcom One Day at a Time, but the one on Netflix, there is a wonderful remake of the original. And I'm like, you know, so a reboot of the original. So, it's exactly, it's like, if you... Re, it's like rebooting. It's like if you reboot something, the reboot of Will and Grace. Amazing. Okay. You know? It's like rebooting things is different than, than remaking. Than remaking. And we yeah. like we like reboots. We love you know, everybody loves a little nostalgia. You know, they do. Um and if you do it right and you do it justice, then then people are gonna be on board with you. Like the Incredibles, too. Justice. Now what now what remake I think so does do well and it's also it's like does well by being a remake of the original material is Sabrina. Sabrina's remake. Oh, now that yeah. was clutch. Yeah. yeah. Right, because it stuck closer to the source material of the comics that created Sabrina in the very first place. In the place. very first So place. sometimes going back to the basics, going back to what's, what made it work in the first place, and going back to the original isn't necessarily always a bad thing. Uh, and sometimes should be explored. Not So when we're thinking about Kim Possible and bringing back Kim Possible, how about rather than bringing her back in some weird way like this, why not bring her back in a reboot? In a reboot. Make Kim Possible be the person who's training. training. She, she, she could start a whole agency. Yeah, do some. Just Well, she could be you know, like now that would be clutch. And she and she like runs a school for super spies. Come, come on, We wanna cut Disney. Come on. Write that down. We will write it down. With that, though, that is our 2025 cent change. Um, we hope you guys really like the show. We, this is the first time trying it out. It's the first time trying out this format. Uh, we hope you like it. Any critiques, comments that we need, let us know. Positive. Uh, I mean, well, and not. it can be constructive, but don't, don't be real. I mean, well, you can be rude, but we'll be rude right back. Oh, um, yeah. So, the, you know. Because um, she's ready. Oh my God. We want to continue to do this. We want to continue to make this uh, grow. Anything that you want us to talk about, please let us know. And uh, with that being said, it's our 2025 cent change. I'm Jarrell Woods. And I'm the lovely Aisha Woods. And until next time, Sugar Pie Honey Bitches of Love. Peace.